Hi, this is Tasha, and welcome to my podcast. I hope you guys are having a great and productive day. As for me, I've been fighting a sinus cold for the past week or so, so this is why I haven't recorded anything lately, because who really wants to listen to a person talk if they sound all nasally? So now that I feel much better, and I can actually breathe through my nose, oh, and the children are resting with their father in the other room, yay! I thought I'd just step away really quick to record a quick podcast. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about the pressures that social media and society can place on women, particularly moms, and even those who have yet to have children. I, wanna, I don't want to leave you out. If, you, if you've yet to have children, you probably get asked this question a lot. Well, when are you and your hubby going to have children? You probably hear that question a lot, and, and you don't want to mention to people every time you hear the question, well, hey, me and the hubby, we are trying, we've been trying, and it is yet to happen. So those questions like that can really cause you to feel sad or you know, question God or just wonder, well, what's wrong? Why haven't we um, been able to conceive yet? And I want to talk to my moms. If you're a mom, Society and social media can pressure you to have these Pinterest perfect homes and perfect little family all of the time. And if you aren't careful, you will find yourself trying to attain or mimic what you see on social media. So I want to talk to you about discontentment and comparison, which is the thief of joy. I remember feeling inadequate when I first became a mom because I was so unsure of myself and the whole mommy thing was new to me. Plus, I was getting a lot of unwanted advice. And I'm telling you too, Pinterest, although I love it, it didn't help at times because I found myself not loving the space I was in because it didn't look like those nice stock photos we see online or even the real life ones posted by home designers. And you know, Satan, he is so tricky. (laughs) He is such a little tricky something. He will try to do anything to cause us to become distracted and discontentment is one of his tricks. He's very sneaky. When I think about discontentment, I think of a few women in the Bible. Women like Eve, Hannah, Rachel, Leah, and Sarah, just to name a few in the Bible. All of these women, they had something in common. They struggled with discontentment and some even compared themselves. Rachel, Leah, and Hannah, they compared themselves to their husband's other wife because their husband had another wife and they often would compare their situation to their husband's other wife's situation. But the one that sticks out the most, the person in the Bible that sticks out the most to me is Eve. Eve allowed her discontentment to penetrate her heart and affect her perception. Here Eve was living in a plush garden, a place of paradise living with her true love and instead of focusing on all the things she had been blessed with eve began to focus on the one thing she didn't have if you are familiar with the story her discontentment swayed her husband into disobeying the one commandment god gave him and they ultimately were put out of the garden of eden today many of us women we are like modern day eves we fail to look around us and see the lord's goodness which abundantly overflows in our lives every day. We have to learn how to find the Lord's goodness in even the smallest things. I have to do this all of the time 
because I'm naturally an analytical person. And though it has its positives, there are some cons with being analytical because sometimes it can cause me to have a negative perspective. So when I feel like I'm being negative about my life, when I'm overanalyzing things, I have to stop and find and see the Lord's goodness because it's all around me every day. I just have to see it. I have to readjust my focus. I haven't perfected this by any means, but I am striving to be a woman, a wife, a mom who doesn't get stuck in the comparison and discontentment rut. So to you who are listening, yeah, your house might not be the Pinterest perfect home. Your walls may not be all white. You might not have shiplap in your home right now. Don't you just love Fixer Upper? I just want to insert that. I just love Fixer Upper. <laughs> but you may not have the shiplap in your home right now. And your children's toys might not be all wood. But we have to realize not having these things is okay. What matters the most is learning to live your life to the fullest. Learning to live our lives to the fullest and learning to be grateful for what we have at this very moment. I hope you get my point. And I hope you learn to accept and pray about the things you can't change. Pray about those things. Pray, accept those things that you can't change, but I'm, pray about them. Take them to the, to the one, God. God, He is the one that can take our impossible and make it possible. He can change things for us. And the things that we can change, change them. It's as simple as that. So I just hope you are encouraged. And if you're looking at your life and you're being negative or you're, you're wrestling with discontentment or you're comparing yourself, just look around. Take a moment to stop and look around. And I'm sure you'll see the Lord's goodness in your life. You'll find His goodness there. You will see it everywhere around you because His goodness, it flows in our lives every day. Until next time, bye.